Hey, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get this and much more at jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're getting something from this content, be sure to share it with your friends. All right, let's jump into today's verse. I'm going to wrap up this week talking through 1 John uh, and a few verses in chapter 4. Uh, we've done 7, 8, 9, 10. We're going to finish up today with verse 11. It says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Very simple verse, very simple command. I don't know that there's a whole lot to extrapolate from here, but here are a couple of things that we can run with. Number one, God loved us. Okay, so if you haven't experienced the love of God for yourself, then it's going to be very difficult for you to love others the way God loves people. Okay, you have to experience it for yourself. Um, something I write in Killing the Orphan Spirit is that in order to get to the level of a father, you have to first be a son. If you never understand what sonship is, you have a very, very difficult time understanding what fatherhood is all about. Sons come before fathers, okay? So you ha- you're, a, you're a son first before you become a father. In the same way, you experience God's love before you love like God. And the, and the reason is simply because if you don't experience it, you can't really know what it is, okay? Now, I can tell you a lot of facts and figures about, let's say, Yankee Stadium. Of course, you know, a lot of you guys know I'm a, a Yankees fan, so I know it. Some of you are probably not going to listen anymore. Whatever it is, what it is, you know. <laughs> I just, I, I like the Yankees. I have for a long time. I can tell you tons and tons of details about Yankee Stadium. I can tell you, you know, how big it is. I can tell you how many seats there are. I can tell you all that kind of stuff. But I cannot relate to you what it feels like to stand there and and watch as Derek Jeter runs out onto the field. Now, I know you're not going to get to see that much anymore, but I'll tell you this. Uh, my friend Jonathan and I went to Yankee Stadium to see game one of the World Series in 2009. And in that moment, something happened that I thought I would never get to see. And I still remember how I felt in that moment. Yogi Berra walked out onto the field. Now, he may not be a big deal to a lot of you guys, but for me, Yogi Berra is the reason I'm a Yankees fan. And so to see him alive in the flesh there in front of me is incredible. The roar of the crowd whenever he walked out. I mean, it's just, I can't, I can't describe it to you, but here's what I can do. If I were sitting in front of you right now and we were talking through that moment, you would see the passion in my eyes. You would see something on my face that lets you know this dude's been there. Like he's experienced this. That's how incredible it is. It's the same way with the love of God, okay? You're going to have a very hard time not only sharing it, but even talking about it if you've never experienced it. You might could give some facts and some figures. You might can quote some Bible verses. But if you've never been in a moment where you're in worship or, my goodness, you're just driving down the road and all of a sudden God pours His love into your heart where you experience the totality of that, knowing that our totality that we experience is just a drop in the bucket compared to what it really is. I mean, my goodness, it's so powerful and, and it's so intense and it's like your skin's crawling and you're crying. If you know, you know. But we have to first experience God's love for us. And the way you experience that is it starts by realizing that you're a sinner and you need Jesus. It starts by understanding that everybody's sinned, everybody's fallen short, that you need a Savior. It's understanding that Jesus Christ came to earth. God Almighty came to earth and died for your sins. 
It's understanding that when you receive him, as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if we confess Jesus as Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. If you begin to confess he is Lord, Jesus, you are Lord of my life. I believe in you. I trust in you. I know that I'm a sinner and I need you. I know that you died on the cross for my sins and I receive you right now. I make you Lord of my life. You go through that process, and I know, look, they're just words, yeah, I get you, but they're your confession, and if you mean it, listen, God means it, and you're saved, and and that's the beginning of the experience of that love that he has for you, and I want you to know something, if you've prayed that prayer, and it's early on, I want you to know it gets better, like, oh my gosh, it gets better, the love that you experience when you first say yes to Jesus is nothing hardly compared to what you experience as you grow and live and learn with him. It's the same thing I know I've experienced in my own relationship with my wife. I thought I loved Monique when I said yes to her on that altar in 2007. I thought, I, I, don't, I didn't know I could get any more love. But my goodness, when she gave birth to our first child, the love I had for her just erupted. And it's gotten more and more and more over the years. And it's like, I look at how much I love her now. And I look at how much I loved her then. And it's like, my goodness, the love then was so small. It was so small, but it was enough to change my entire life. The same thing happens with God. The love that you experience from him. It's so much to change your life in that moment when you say yes to him. But it's nothing compared to how much you love him and how much you experience his love. If You'll continue to walk it out. And life is going to be good. It's going to be bad. It's going to be ugly. There are going to be ups and there are going to be downs. There will be moments of extreme happiness and, and just extreme joy and peace. And then there are going to be moments when you feel like your whole world is crashing around you. But you never get outside of that love. You never get to a place where you stop experiencing the depth of how much he loves you. And the second part of this whole thing is simply this. If you've experienced this love I'm talking about, how could you not love somebody else like that? How could you not? I mean, it's like, how, how, could, you, how could you hoard that love to yourself? And so as we love other people, I know sometimes people are difficult to love. I, I get it. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's really hard, but that's when we have to love out of Christ's heart for people, not our own heart for people. And what happens in that moment is as we love out of Christ's heart, here's what happens is we begin to have compassion for that person because we understand how much Jesus loves them. And we begin to have compassion for that person because we've understood how much God loves us and how we were in the same situation before we received Christ's love. We were, we were experiencing the same problems as this person that we can't love. Out of Christ's heart, we begin to have compassion, and then we begin to have love for that person. God is wanting us to love others because we've been loved. Why? Because it's a part of what he does and who he is. He wants you in the family business of loving people. So I know sometimes it's hard to love. I, I get that. If you're ever in that situation, here's what I want you to do. I want you to tap back into how much you've experienced God's love. God loved us. God loved you, you specifically. And if you're having a hard time loving someone else, what you need to do is to go back and remember experiencing that love. Maybe for the first time. Maybe you need to remember that first love. Maybe you need to realize how much God's loved you and how much that love has grown over the years. But if you're going to love other people effectively, it's got to start with understanding not only how much God loves us, but in receiving and living and walking in that love. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. 
And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.